it's them as the fact where we lie to our friends on purpose because we it's good. Uh, <laughs> well, so <laughs> since that was the most solid intro you've ever done, that was great. Was, of all the ones I've ever done, nailed yeah. it in one. Got it in Easily. one. Yeah. How was everybody's uh, holiday break? Because I, I feel like that's essentially what we did. Like a lot of pocket podcasts that were did essentially go on a holiday break just because well, yeah. we were busy. The answer to that question is that. Now I realize it's not a break in. Like I was like, oh, winter break's almost over, and then I was like, I finished college. I don't get winter break anymore. I'm just alive now, <laughs> I, and that's really rough to think about. It is really rough. It's really weird. Welcome to the club. So yeah, yeah so it seems like we really rushed the uh, the part of this podcast where like life milestones happened to us. What John got married like after like episode two, yeah. and then I graduated college just now. Chris, you have to do something like really major and important. I did. I switched from Mountain Dew to Pineapple Fanta. Oh, oh shit. yes, this is the big thing that happened well, over our holiday break. That's the big break. thing in my life right now. Yeah. So I, I don't have, think we've ever. Have, no. We'll, okay, we haven't talked about it. I still kind of drink, but I used to drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that was what he drank. That was what I drank. It's really weird because there's like what? Oh, fair. Because there's like two sodas that I see as like the ones where like people are like ex soda drink. Like no one's like. You know, no one knows a habitual root beer drinker, but everybody knows someone who drinks Mountain Dew all the time, and everyone knows someone who drinks Coke all the time. It's yeah. the only two. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so Chris was a Mountain Dew guy. And I'm, I'm going to counter that with if you go to North Carolina, there's a lot of Dr. people. Dr. Pepper. Well, no, it's actually Sun Drop. Sun Drop. Which is really? worse I actually than Mountain like Dew. Sun Drop. It's worse than Mountain Dew for you. It's like one step above Mountain Dew. You see, the the other thing I've seen people who are like habitual Dr. Pepper drinkers too, like really? swear by it completely. I think yeah. it's better than Coke is, but I, I think it depends on the context. Yeah, but I on average. But uh Chris was a Mountain Dew guy, but also actually gives a shit about his health, so is less of one now. So now I switched to a different soda because I well, care so much about my health. Well, <laughs> but you're drinking less of that than you were. I already cut it do, a lot, and yeah, and you were cutting the dew a lot already, but because mm-hmm. I'd switched from normal cans to only mini cans oh. to curb that, and then I've now I've switched to pineapple Fanta. Nice. Do they make mini cans of pineapple Fanta? Probably. I don't know where I would find it though. Maybe a Target. But pineapple Fanta is like leagues not as bad for you. So really, it's yeah. much less sugary. I would imagine. I mean, still sugary, but less. It also doesn't have. I don't think it has caffeine in it, or if it does, it's way, way less caffeine. It definitely doesn't. Were you ever drinking enough Mountain Dew that the caffeine intake was like non-negligible? Because it's like, it's like the same caffeine as like tea, right? It's not no, much. it's beyond tea. Yeah, no, it's very highly. If caffeine. you drink like two cans of Mountain Dew, it's like a coffee. Jeez, more than a cup of coffee, I think. Do it's you like sixty something per can? Jesus, do you drink coffee at all? I've never seen you do it. I drink it. coffee every morning. Um, I drink not... it black, like a real coffee. Do you drink it? Black. I don't really mean that. Like I, I do drink it black. I just don't mean anything by it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, honestly, all it's I'm just saying way is that everyone work. in Colombia drinks cafe con leche. We don't. I mean, some people. Is that black, where, is that just coffee with like a little milk and with a decent amount of milk? Actually, that's yeah. That's yeah, what no, I do. It makes it smooth. I just mainly drink it black because it's way less work. Yeah, I either drink coffee black or with some milk, but I don't usually do sugar. One of my my old roommate Tion, who you guys know, he used yeah. to fucking put. Just sugar and no milk, and you that see, is insane to, to me. I used I've to seen do people that. do that. It, you see, I like I like almond milk typically, just because it disgusting. Sits, you're well, you're wrong. It sits it sits better right. for me than uh than normal milk does. Like just yeah, uh, milk clogs me up. Sometimes. Are we about to talk about how lactose benevolent my body is? 
Oh, I hate you. Oh, me too, Is actually. Is there a better word for that? We did this Lactose before. tolerance. Like, just... No, I, but I'm beyond tolerance. My White. Body, like, White is the better it. word okay. for that. No, 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 no. I do the same thing, though. I have, like, an endless... I am convinced that I... You know how... You know how... I think I've actually said this on this podcast before, but maybe I haven't. You know how, supposedly, like, if you drink a gallon of milk, you, you just... Like, it's impossible to do without getting sick? I believe I am the person who could do it. I believe I am that person. I've done it. You've so you've done a gallon. It is really hard to drink it in like that amount of time. You can drink a gallon of milk over like thirty minutes and you'd be fine. You just can't drink a gallon of milk. You just can't chug it. It just doesn't work. Well, could you chug like a gallon of water though? Yeah, you yeah. totally could. It's yeah. something about you could. I, you I have would, to you would feel really sluggish is. after it. Like, yeah, if like I chucked if I chucked a gallon of water, I'd have to like lay down for like thirty minutes. Sloshing, exactly. Yeah, it's gross. Um, I I agree. I'm I have a very good lactose consuming ability. This is what led us to talk about cheese last time. I definitely remember that. So you most people, if you chug a gallon of milk, your stomach will like process it so fast that it will start actually curdling, like curding, mm, which is why you throw yeah, up. That right. makes also, sense. you sometimes depending on how like fast your body's trying to process it, this says that you can burn through the lactase while drinking it and become mm-hmm. lactose intolerant. Oh, as you're your, all the enzyme gets occupied yeah, at once. So, like, if you just flood your system with that much, like, lactose, lactate, yeah, lactose, lactose, then you use up all your lactase, and then man, there's got to be an amount of cheese that butt just gets mad at you. Has the same effect. It's more your body. Your butt's not mad. Your butt's just the vessel of the anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, your butt's that your butt's letting the anger. Put that on a bumper sticker. Your butt's just the vessel of the anger. No, it's not. Your butt's not angry. It's just the vessel of your anger. Gotcha. Well, if anything, the butt is where the anger, you know, get releases. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the vessel. Oh, I guess I should say the vessel that releasing your anger. I guess it's the safety valve of your anger. Safety valve of your anger. Mm. All right. Did anything else happen in our lives while you're gone? Um, um, I switched to French press. I don't know if that's important. What? From from what? From, from just like a drip. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. I, I'm more of a pour over guy myself. Man, that's fine. The guys at the place I work have a K-cup machine, and they're like, you can use it. And I only used it one time, because every time I, like, use one of those things, I'm like, I am killing our planet. I am destroying Mother <laughs> And, like, I know that my one fucking K-cup, like, does not matter at all. Yeah, we have one but... in the office, but it has the reusable thing, so I don't feel bad about oh, it. Oh, where you, f- where it's, like, opens and you just you gotta put clean it yeah. in? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. One team has those. I should, man, I forgot they made those. I should actually bring that up, because it's, like, easier. Honestly, it's fucking easier, because you, or not easier, but it's, it's better because and you can it's cheaper. The it actually is way cheaper. Yeah, yeah it's so much cheaper than because you're not fucking paying for. Are literally K cups are just the things that like uh, half and half or butter come in, and like the machine just pierces it, right? Yeah, basically, that's all it is. Like that's so fucking. But they're dumb, like two dollars each. Or what? Yes. I made up a number. The K cups. Twenty. How much? How much could a banana cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> Alright, who's going first? I think I am this time. We're going first? Yes. Alright, Chris, hit me. Also, right. wait, before we do this, what are all these things on the table that look like soaps? Candy. Candy. <laughs> Can I... Are they actually candy? They or are saying actually that's candy. Soap? They are actually candy. Can I why, eat one? That's why they're... Yeah, you can eat some. That's what okay. you do with candy. You well, I assume it. Just turn it Alright, Chris, you can go while I try this. And if this turns mm. out to be soap, it's everyone... Not soap. <laughs> it's not soap. It looks like Jack soap. It's not. It's on the kitchen table. Why would it be soap? Well, Beth, maybe Bethany got into making soap and she leaves it on the table. I don't know. Let's, let's see what you would like. Okay, here it is. All right. 
I'm trying to decide right now between two facts, and I can't decide right now. Just go for it. Do you want a bird fact or a World War II plane fact? I feel like I would be better at guessing the bird fact, so I'm going to choose the bird fact. It's bird adjacent. Let me bird make that clear. Bird adjacent. I agree and with not, the bird And thing. not the scooters. This, man, you sucking on that candy is going to make some great audio. Oh, I love it. Mmm. <laughs> Alright, are we going for the bird adjacent fact? Bird adjacent. <laughs> I'm right. actually gonna spit this out. I didn't think very far. <laughs> Was it good though? Um, I would say it's pretty good. It's like a pink lemonade flavor. But it's it, gonna take like an hour and a half to go away. I think maybe. Because I just wrapped it in a paper towel, like I can continue to eat it when we're done. Yes. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> Bethany is like dying in our living room right now. Let's I don't understand this. why. That wasn't a joke. I'm, like, if it's not gross, I'm gonna finish it. I like it. Alright, the let's principle. Like, what's like Chris? You're like oh, one of those people. It's like those people that take their gum out, put it behind their ear, and then an hour later they're like, it's still good. It's, Jesus Christ. I need a beer good. if we're gonna be doing this. Okay, okay. No, okay. Here's, look, look at the candy. Told me look no. at my ear. Not the same place. Oh yeah, John, you got sick. That happened. Uh, yeah, I was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. I didn't know oh, what yeah. happened with that. What well, happened? we don't have to go to detail, but yeah, yeah, you can, I'm yeah. fine. I'm on strong antibiotics now. That's oh, it. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what I'll, happened. I'll, t- I'll tell you the details off, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't think anybody needs to hear like, oh, I pooped a bunch. No, I didn't. I just for once it wasn't at least poop clear, related. At least clear that one it up. wasn't. Poop, it has been poop. Re- I have gone to the hospital for poop related reasons really? before. Oh, that one will do off, Mike. All right. Um. So, my fact is that in California there is a city named Redondo Beach. Yeah. Who's State, well, that's obviously true. Yes, I know that I'm trying one. to remember true. off the top of my head the name of the city. Um, and their official bird is the Goodyear Blimp. What the fuck? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's my fact. Alright, let's, let's start here. Are there rules for what your official bird can be set Listen, by somebody? I don't know. Because like, there, so, there like are no rules when it comes to local government, which is how different towns have had horses as mayors for years and years. And cats, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is what Parks and Recreation is basically about. Um, <laughs> I, I just love this. <laughs> this is the dumbest All thing right, ever. You, you love it too much. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. If you had said that this occurred in any country except the United States, I would say absolutely not. But. But. There's my immediate gut so, instinct is this is fucking yeah too yeah no, there's something real. just so uniquely American and in fact like Redondo Beach is Southern California too I guess and like all of those all of those little cities and towns are basically just all one giant metro area anyway and it's like it's like fuck it we can make our state or our city bird whatever Jesus the I I'm just not really familiar with the concept of a city bird though because usually you have state birds. Not yeah. not city birds. I can see if uh, Atlanta like, has one. Yeah, that's the thing is, it's like if you're the mayor of a city and you just say like, "Our city bird is the hummingbird." Now, like, no one's gonna say like, "Fuck you!" No, it isn't. So you. All right, let's take a quick detour because I really hate the fact that I searched on Google Atlanta city bird and everything that come up is about these stupid scooters. God, Atlanta's talk full about of them. how much I hate these stupid scooters. They're good for some reasons and bad for others. Yeah, I I, I, no, I agree. Bad. Well, okay. no, but okay, okay, okay. What about if someone like oh, doesn't our have a sta- car? Our and... bird is the phoenix. What am I talking about? Oh yeah, that makes 
Well, that's it mythical. Like a lot it makes sense for a lot of reasons, but also it's it's it is a mythical creature. Yeah, like we know that the phoenixes. We know that phoenixes aren't real, right? So yeah, that's like your opinion. Well, I think Athena thinks that phoenixes are in fact real. What a good girl. So, <laughs> I mean, you can get, but like we all know that when you get phoenix and dragon at the Chinese restaurant, what you're eating is not phoenix meat or dragon meat. Is that fair. a Oh, uh, no, no, no. It actually works yeah. much the same way. It's like chicken and... Uh, uh, Phoenix and Dragon, I think it's like typically like chicken and... Actually, let me explain how that works in a way you can very much relate to, maybe? John. Maybe. It is not Phoenix or Dragon meat until the moment it touches your tongue, in which point it does actually become it's like Phoenix a... and Dragon God damn you, Chris. Much like communion. It's no, okay, well, it do, it's, it's communion. It is the body of Christ before... It's Listen, the body if we're going it's the body of Christ before it touches your well, tongue. I'm not Catholic. It's as soon as it's consecrated, oh. and then it becomes the body of Christ, which is why when they drop it, they have to pick it up and eat it immediately because you can't just oh, leave Jesus on the ground. So what if what I'm saying is consecrates the chicken? So that that's what I'm saying. It is the same thing. That's how it works. As long as it's stored <laughs> in the tabernacle, then it... Yeah. <laughs> well, in this case, I think it's the temple because it's not... It's not Catholicism at this point. It's whatever this is. So Chinese restaurantism. If the idea here is that phoenix and dragon, because the phoenix is chicken and the dragon is whatever we couldn't remember, or something. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up phoenix and dragon. Right. right But okay, I posit that the the meat most similar to dragon that is available is alligator, especially in Atlanta, where people technically if dragon, I like it. I would agree. I disagree. Here's why: if dragons are the closest. Thing that ever existed to being a dragon was dinosaurs then technically chicken would be the closest thing to a dragon but you see chickens are the phoenix in this yeah, but also statistically speaking it's, it's more likely dragon would taste like chicken just because okay but chinese like chicken but chinese dragons are sea creatures so that's and that's why phoenix oh, and dragon so it, probably, it probably tastes like yeah oh it's shrimp it's shrimp mm. well it is shrimp once <coughs> the it, official it's shrimp until it's consecrated oh apparently it's dragon a lot of a lot of places in Hong Kong use like lobster too. Apparently, interesting. It's, it is interesting. Man, I didn't know that. Like, it's every Chinese restaurant just has like a shrimp and chicken dish, which actually sounds like a good combo. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna think about that for a while. There's a lot of places of a lot of ethnicities that have shrimp and chicken. Now apparently there is a yeah, place called like Phoenix and Dragon standard. in uh, in Buckhead that is bad. So don't <laughs> like don't, like all the reviews are like one point seven on Google. Oh, here it here reviews. Guys. Don't go to the Phoenix and Dragon and Buckhead. Go to Golden Buddha instead. Go, go to Chico and Shanks. Chico and Shanks. So, so you should uh, no. If don't you want if you want a sit down experience, go don't, to, yeah don't go to Chico and Shanks. Go to Golden sit down. Go to Golden Buddha though, because Golden Buddha is actually like really really good, and it was featured in the movie I Tanya. Huh. Which. There's like a pivotal scene where one character says to another, meet me at the Golden Buddha restaurant. I think I, Tonya, looked good. I don't understand how it fits into the iRobot cinema. I was you make this joke, joke literally every time we bring it I up. I literally thought of it when he, when you mentioned I, Tonya, and then I, I thought, I if I say this, I'm stealing Tonya. Whatever, I have Tonya Harding. I don't know anything she's a, about she's figure skating. She's a real person. I know she's a real person, but I don't know her name. I know one thing about figure skating that said there's not anyone that's actually good at it. Everyone that does figure skating is just a robot. <laughs> Tanya Harding is a real person. Watch it. Watch no, the movie. There's it's her as a good. person, but then when they do the figure skating, they do a quick swap for the robot, Tanya. 
Okay, we have a movie that we're trying to see at 410. So, is this true or false? Is the Goodyear blip? Th- okay, this, yeah, I, been think, on a I think we're both just going to hardcore now, like, no, go wait, straight let me make for so- true, right? No, wait, let me make something very clear to you. This wasn't just like an arbitrary mayor decision. This was a citywide vote resolution that they did. That doesn't stop to me make from leaving this at Okay, all. okay, was it a voter referendum or like was it a city it was a council? Resolution, thing? whatever resolution. So so resolutions are typically approved by the city council that wouldn't have been like a general election thing. But I also, think it's entirely po- but you see knowing having seen like the craziness over like HQ2 I think it, this could have been a thing to like try and get Goodyear to like move their headquarters there or something like that. Yeah, every I feel like because every single thing that we've said about this has led us more towards true. Yeah. We can just kind of go with that. Yeah, right? I'm going with true. All right, what do you, is that y'all's call? Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, oh, absolutely no. it is. Sorry, say the name of the oh, city Oh, late capitalism, yeah. friends. 1983, the city of Redondo Beach, California. Oh. Because they are near the Blimp Bases Airport in Carson, California, adopted Resolution 6252, officially recognizing the Goodyear airship Columbia as the official bird of Redondo Beach. All right, God. It's also, uh, just because I'm reading stuff, the Goodyear Blimp is also the only non-human inductee into the College Football Hall of Fame. That makes sense. It makes sense. It's just kind of yeah. funny. Sorry, you said the Goodyear Blimp's name is Columbia. Yeah, that's the right, name of the So, for, yeah, can I, can I just say to all the people out there who name flying vessels, you can't name them all Columbia. They're all named <laughs> It's Columbia. kind of problematic, and, honestly. Especially because one fucking blew up. That was named. Well, it. I was trying to avoid being so brazen about it, but yes, that is what happened. No, that's, it, and yeah, it'd be like it would be like naming your building fucking like the Twin Towers again or something. Like <laughs> Twin Towers Two. Yeah, you this can't time do that. anti air with anti aircraft. Wow, this is a lot of stuff. This is right this now. is getting dark. Is wait, really bad. Actually, wait, no, no, this is actually that's like not the dumbest idea I've ever heard. God, like, anti aircraft. No. no. That then then we're really giving in to like capital. no no but we already did so like while we're uh, doing it it's just for effectiveness. Ugh. Anyway, that was me. So it's my turn now, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Bobby pins are called bobby pins because a man named Robert is the one who popularized them. Wow! God damn it! This is so bad. Um, yeah, as Robert Robert Henderson worked Robert in, Pins. <laughs> yeah, Robert Robert Pins. Robert, Pins. <laughs> Robert Robert Henderson worked in uh, manufacturing prior to the Great Depression, and uh, he realized that you know the little because if you look at the structure of a bobby pin, it's very similar to like a pin and bolt. Actually, so. wait. Uh, I'm sorry to admit this embarrassing fact, but I don't actually know what a bobby pin is off the top of my head. If you Google okay, images, Bethany just pulled one out of her hair. Yeah, you, oh, you, you, you just don't know the name. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So a hair clip. No, hair I know, clips are two I know, different things. I know. But previously there were only hair clips. But the problem with hair clips is they can get caught. No, I got it. These are just the things my mom always uses. And you can just remove them out, remove bobby pins out really easily, which is kind of like the appeal behind using it in like a locking mechanism or something in like industrial manufacturing. I can use these now. My hair is long. Your hair is long enough that you could use them. I used them to put on a yarmulke the one time that I went to temple. That's a common thing, and yes. they actually people usually use hair. I thought clips they weren't called yarmulkes. Firmer. Um, it depends. It's uh, did we talk about this one time? No, but it's like it's like a it's like a colloquialism. Like it wouldn't be the term in like a religious context, but it's like the everyday whatever. I get. I'm trying to think of something analogous because I feel like there are a lot Kippa. of Kippa. Kippa is the actual name. Yeah, is the more is it how like how we call things cowboy hats? 
for like a bunch of things that are not actually those kind of hats. Yeah. Is it like that mm-hmm. deal? I mean, like I would just look at like a ten gallon hat and be like, that's a cowboy hat. I don't know if it's really the same. Well, but... I don't know. Are you saying in the sense that like what a cowboy hat actually is is really more specific? It's not like an umbrella term. It's just like. A... What just happened? <laughs> Athena Athena um, was whining, and then our dryer ended. Oh, I thought that was like I thought Bethany had like opened a music box. <laughs> anyway, um, it's, it's like it's just like a colloquialism. Whereas I feel like the cowboy hat thing that you're saying is like you're saying like it's an umbrella term for a lot of different. Cowboy hats, hat is like a genre of hats. <laughs> Gotta. It is kind of a genre of hats. <laughs> You know what the weirdest thing about living in the South has been to me is that people wear those, like, not as part of a costume. It's only every now and again. And it's nobody our age. It's dudes I, who are, like, 55. I do have one that is very warm that, in Augusta, and it's, like, the warmest hat that I own. Really? And I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like, a very thick felt, like, Stetson-style cowboy hat. Huh. And it's, yeah. Th- and I, I have been thinking about grabbing that and wearing it more often during the winter because it's so fucking cold. Yeah. Because beanies just don't work for me. It was pretty freezing, uh, like, yeah. yesterday. Chris is now inserting a bobby pin into his hair. Yeah, and I mean, it's certainly kept the hair where it kind of already was, but... Uh, <laughs> this is an audio medium. Um, <laughs> this is why we're describing it. Yeah, that's why we're describing it. For our listeners. Um, but, anyway, I'm not inclined to... Be- I believe everything about the story except that the guy's name was actually Robert. I totally believe that it's, like, a Depression-era invention based on, like, the lock and key pin that you're referring to, I think. But why is one side wavy? It's because it holds it in. Yeah, basically. if you think about it, like if it were straight, it would be much easier for things to slip through. Yeah. Okay, so what's the name of the other one they have that's like curved and straight that locks on underneath itself? What are those called? Is that just a hair clip? Maybe, maybe you're thinking like a hairpin. Is that a hairpin? I think I know what you're talking about. I might not, um, because you're. So is a hair clip the one that has the teeth? Well, okay, clips are the ones that, like, actually clip. Those so are they, teeth. No, I wouldn't quite call it they're teeth. They're teeth. Like, it's my mom a... always had these long ones. That oh, that's like a butterfly clip that you're no, thinking No, no, no. She had these long... I'm, I, I know what a butterfly clip is. I guess that's what I'm calling a yeah. clip as a general term. But she had these ones that were curved and they were straight and they locked in, like, a little thing. Like, it'd be I'm like not, if you took this... I'm not familiar and with And you, those. like... It had, like, a groove on the on the outside and then you would, like, put it underneath it hmm. to lock it. I don't know. I'm just trying to learn. So, what's the difference between a scrunchie and a hair tie? Is a scrunchie just a brand? <sighs> scrunchie is like the style. It's it's style. Yeah. So like a scrunchie, a scrunchie. Are those is, the ones like that have like the little fluffy stuff on? They're like fluffy, oh, okay. kind of. Yeah. yeah, they're the ones that look like um. You remember like in high school biology when they were like. This is the endoplasmic reticulum, and it always was drawn the same way. Yeah. This it's is the ones that look like definitely that. a way to describe it, and I hate the fact that that made perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's that kind of weird <laughs> ridging. Whereas well, I think a, a hair tie is... or a roughy are. Uh, the hair tie? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't t- that like that was like the one type of science I did literally none of in college was biology. I did zero biology. I did no science except for. Environment. Yeah, yes. Rocks. Is is that earth science Planets. class like a legit class? It is actually. It is. No, like I you have to do lab reports and everything. Right, like, yeah. But it, it is also fair to say it is the easiest. But it yeah, is real. Yeah. It's it's real. It's interesting. Like I enjoyed it, but it's definitely not for people who are. I mean, yeah, it's easy yeah. science. Like that's yeah. 
It's fun. I mean, I've, I enjoyed it. I took it because I didn't want to take chemistry or physics. Too. I took it because I didn't want to take chemistry, physics, or biology. So yeah, I I'm terrified of biology. It's too hard. Um, but uh, okay. I I think that everything about this is true except the name, which I think is the the central. I'm central. To, the central. The central fact is the name. I'm trying to think of anything else that has that stupid of a name because of a person's stupid name. Um, French fries. Oh. Those are named after a dude? I think so. Either that or they're named because the dude who invented them think thought they were like a French-esque thing, but they're not from France, I don't think. Man, I only started like really like fries like a year ago. What was wrong with me until then? Um it's anyway. Kind of thing. I I'm hmm. I'm pretty strong on I just I can't think of any like additional info that would help me. That would swing this one. Wait, when did he happen? This happened in like right after there. World War One, so like it's like Dude. late roaring twenties. Like until then, how do people like keep their hair back? Barrettes, clips, usually like ties. Interesting. Bethany, did you just laugh because he said barrette? Because it's not. How do people keep their hair back? Well, <laughs> hey, I think it's a valid question. If you think about it, like okay, if you lived just, headbands, like, maybe. Oh, ribbon. I was thinking of oh yeah, ribbon. I'm we're just, going uh, to the we're going to town to buy some ribbons. Okay, the ribbon. Okay, yeah. Well, but ribbon sucks. Rib. Tell that to the Bennett girls who love ribbons. <laughs> Alright. I But now I have that one Willie Nelson song stuck in my head. Which Willie Nelson song? The Christmas song. Or I don't know if it's his song, but he did a performance of it. Pretty paper. Oh yeah, no, Pretty I, know exact, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was on the it was on the uh, Willie Pretty Nelson Christmas paper. Song. The the most recent Willie Nelson song I heard was the one that was at the Wrap end your present. in like the end of Red Dead Redemption. Man, this is like not can the I, first can time I, we've mentioned. Can I him finish on this chorus, please? That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, you can. Pretty pencil <laughs> to write. I love you. You're too far. Pretty paper. You're, you're, you're like too, pretty You're a little too throaty to be Willie Nelson right now. Willie Nelson's more like there were seven Spanish angels in the valley of the gun. Praying for lovers in the valley of the gun. <laughs> I know that just because of like rule of three, somebody out there right now is thinking I'm going to do a Will Nelson impression, and I'm not. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but seven Spanish angels. Didn't we say, ask earlier if Willie uh, really sings like he talks? Well, we were talking about how um, yes. roll me up when I die, roll me up and smoke me in a joint <laughs> is the living will. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why Snoop Dogg should cover it. Um, but <laughs> oh god! All right, Bobby pins. Smoke weed every day. I think Snoop Dogg is actually a good rapper. So, I don't think people no, talk about that. He is a very good rapper, but it is so hard to hit smoke weed every day right at the end of it. It's episode. a weird count. Once you count it once, you'll remember it. But I can't remember what the number but is. You see, I've never gotten it right ever. I got lucky once, but all right. I'm gonna say no. I'm I'm saying no. I I think I just think that. Everything else is true, but I think that you you made up the name to do the So most of it is actually false. Um, I think all of it is. It may in fact be false. I don't know if it has anything to do with the industrial thing. But um, oh, you fully whole cloth made it up. Yeah, whole cloth made all Holy of shit. shit. All of it. Yeah, as in it. we were right. Yeah. All right. Good. As in we were right. Well, you were you were almost phrasing it as if you were like actually everything was false except that his That's name what I thought was Bobby. Was say, yeah. but, no, wow. no, 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 largely false, okay. largely false. Huh. Um, invented by Luis Marcus, a San Francisco-based co- cosmetics manufacturer. It was after World War One, but it came into use for bobs. So, like, for the bob cut or bobbed hair. So uh, that's why it's called. I, I, my first thought was, 
were there that many people named Bob that needed a pin that bad? So it is like a, it is like a, it's a Bob pin. Yeah, it's a, I, it's a Bobby pin. This is just like the it section Bob, of this show where we talk about how little I know about hairstyles. Because like, what actually constitutes a Bob? I think it's like it's a bob. shoulder it's like, length hair. Well, no, sometimes it's lower than shoulder length. Like shoulder see, length would this, probably be. See, a we're long. already getting off the deep. End. I mean, it has to no do. Sense. It has to do with like the way it's cut and the way it kind of like bobs when you. Yeah, it's also the fact yeah. that t- typically, like the end, the ends are all like the same. Li- oh fuck! It's like it's like the better version of the berries and cream haircut. Like, well, no, I was gonna longer, say, is it like longer. the the hair me- is typically cut straight around the head? Yeah, so basically, it's all just cut straight. So I was gonna say, yeah, it's, it's like the length. It's like a women's bowl cut. Yes, except it's like the let me see your manager haircut. If it was all the terrible. same length. Mm. It's like the length of the let me see your manager front ends. If it was all the same, like length. a Bob is Anna Wintour's haircut, basically. I think I think the let me see. Do your any of you get? Did any of you get that version? Reference. No, give me a celebrity I have a crush on, please. Well, I don't have. Is that one a list we're supposed to have memorized? John I, has. I, I have a lot. Dude, John I, has. I, I do know a lot of a lot of them. I feel like I learn a new one every time. I think. Uh, let's see. We got Ariana Grande. We got Demi Lovato. Did Emma Stone got... not have a bob? In a in what movie? Uh... See, they're just. Did, did she have a bob in that video that she did on Jimmy Fallon where she sang? No, I don't think she had a bob in that. I don't. She just had shorter hair. In that Hold movie. on, let me see if I can find Emma, a picture of Emma Stone with a bob. What movie? Wait, you might. Do I remember. You might be able to find Emma one. Stone in it that I. You see, this is this isn't quite a bob, but it's kind of. It's it's close. That's okay, not, that's a good haircut. It is a good haircut, but this is this is an audio medium. When you when you think of yeah, a bob, but yeah, but everyone knows what one looks like. <laughs> Listen, the best so the best example of a bob is Anna Wintour, though. Okay, who is, maybe I know who that is if you show me what she looks like. I will. She's the name is really familiar. She's the editor in chief of Vogue. Oh, her. Yeah. Oh, it's the cut. Okay, why didn't you tell me it was the cut that um. Uh, it, you're gonna make some kind of reference that I don't know. No, you will know it. The cut, the the haircut that uh, press secretary in West Wing has for half the show. CJ doesn't have a. What in the world? That's her haircut. Actually, yeah, she does have a bob for like the front you, half you of the could, show. You could have told she? me that. Yeah, I should have said that. That, that would have made perfectly. sense. We, I would have right there. Huh. Huh. We just got to the section of the uh, show where spoiler, she becomes chief of staff. Oh, uh, that's a good part of the show. Is very good. That's when it starts picking back up again. Well, I mean, that's where it becomes like the liberal fantasy at that point. (laughs) Implying it wasn't already. It's not okay. Some of some of the legislative agenda is a liberal fantasy, but all the characters have real trauma that they deal with. I don't disagree with that, but I'm mainly talking from the legislative side of the show. It is kind of a liberal paradise. Well, I mean, the Republicans they passed gun control in two thousand. I don't want to hear. The Republicans blocked the stuff all the time, though. Yeah, they passed like they passed like. They also found a solution to the Israel Palestine crisis (laughs) in like like two thousand two, two thousand four. Yeah, like two thousand four. Basically, the idea was Israel keeps control of Jerusalem, but Palestine, but Palestine gets certain diplomatic spaces that are essentially like embassies. So there's almost assuredly. an article that exists somewhere about why that solution doesn't work. Oh, yeah. If you for wanted sure. to read it. But, uh. It's almost, there's surely an article that says, no, the theory from West Wing will not work. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. All right, so if you're listening, Aaron Sorkin. Um, Aaron I'm, Sorkin didn't write that one. That's the thing. No, that that's what I'm saying. This Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, that's posted. If you're listening, Sorkin. not Aaron Sorkin. John Wells. I'm, I'm sorry that none ones. of that shit worked out 15 years later when you said in your show that it was feasible in 2000. That's how I justify my belief that 
as much as I love The West Wing as a show, it was a liberal paradise. Isn't it, it? Like eighty percent of their legislative stuff they get done in that show has still happened. not yeah. happened. Yeah, and we're in twenty nineteen. The interesting thing though is that. The election that was at, like, the end of the show was kind of very similar to the Obama-McCain election. It actually was. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Did the show end at the same time, though? It ended two years before, and they staggered their elections two years off of our elections so that they could, you know... Yeah. Not... Yeah, they could actually... were doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess guess within the concept of the West Wing, America was founded in either 1778 or 1774. Or maybe they would just shift the constitutional convention. Is the show's canon year constantly aligned with real life they don't, i don't know if they reference the or, real year they never do actually reference the real year so not a lot anyway it, but there is the episode where josh does total a prius <laughs> yeah. well that would only <laughs> bound the year does he actually he hits a prius with an suv and it's oh, no it's a giant truck yeah it's a giant suv like a big old suv like a ford expedition or something was it like expedi- i thought it was just a giant truck it was a giant it was a ju- it was one of those suvs that was built off the chassis of oh okay trucks. that's what i'm thinking yeah okay. yeah and it was, and he totals a Prius in the in the lot, and it's shown as a metaphor for how, as a metaphor for the way the Bartlett administration has been handling alternative fuel. Yeah, <laughs> man, I used to feel like a responsible citizen for owning a Prius. By which I mean, I used to feel like my dad was a responsible citizen for purchasing a Prius and <laughs> letting you drive, letting it. me have it. Yeah, uh, like, but now I feel like electric cars are a thing, so I don't get shit. I don't get to feel special anymore. <laughs> Electric, you see, the thing is, electric cars still use fossil fuels. Yeah, that's because the thing what, 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 how do you make the electricity, motherfucker? Exactly. Um, okay, what's your fact? Yeah. So, as you guys already probably know, and by you guys, I mean the two of you, not people listening who may or may not know this, I'm a pretty big Pokemon fan, and only recently did I learn the origin of Pokemon and like how the idea came to be. Um, the, the, the creator's name is Satoshi Tajiri, which you've probably seen in the credits of a Pokemon game before, so you probably recognize it. The way that he came up with it was that when he was a kid, his hobby was bug collecting, and he wanted to be an entomologist when he, you know, grew up or whatever. Um, and he got really, really into video games when they were, like, a new thing. He's, like, in his 50s now. This is, like, Pong-era shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he got, he was like a very, he was like an OG, like game nerd and Game Freak, his little sub company that you always see on those title screens was originally a magazine that he like started and like, you know, whatever distributed by hand, however you start a magazine. Uh, and that was how he got noticed in the games industry. So then he made a game based on his childhood love of bug collecting and presumably that's why there are bug catchers in Pokemon. That makes sense. Because if you think about it, right? Those are the lamest people in the entire and also, mythos. You know, uh, no, the lamest person is I like shorts. They're comfortable. In no, he's, he's not lame. He, he's just enjoying he's his He's like life. a and youngster he's a, kid. And he's right? a kid. He's not a bug yeah. catcher. He gets an excuse. There's oh, bug catchers that are like 40 in that game. That's fair. An excuse. The, the bug catchers that are kids makes... What that's if they're fine. actually entomologists, though? Like, what well, if that's so, their job? There's no such thing. Everything's a Pokemon, basically. But, like, what if they're studying specifically bug-type Pokemon? Bug Pokemon? Yeah. And they're Pokemon. Also, like, it's... Also it's, it's they make it clear in, in, like... Yeah, they do talk about those things that aren't Pokemon. They just don't... Yeah. But no, 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 no. But I was saying, by X and Y, it's, like, all Pokemon, though, basically, isn't it? Like, because they, they make it clear you are, in fact, eating fish Pokemon in those restaurants. Yeah, I don't know. They... I wish... They, like, I would eat a Tauros burger. This just is why would, I need... Would you eat a Tauros burger? I would eat I a I mean, Taurus that's burger. just a regular burger. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of a weird concept. Oh, I wish we could get a nice... 
dark, gritty, realistic Pokemon movie. Well, I think that's the reason why they specified huh? originally that there were other animals. People just like kill a pigeon and eat it at the campfire. It would well, literally you know, taste I... like chicken, like hundred percent. It would taste more like pigeon. It would taste a little gamier, I think. But but I mean, to be fair, to be fair, in the trailer for Great Detective Pikachu, which I feel like you're forgetting about right now, they do go through a market where they there are that. kebabs. But that's not going to be like a dark, gritty one. It's just going to be. It's mostly a comedy. I want like something with that style of animation. First of all, I, I know some people absolutely despise what that movie oh, looks so like. I am so excited. I yeah, almost good. cried. I actually want to see so it. Good. I watched that trailer like three or four times when it came. The only out. thing what? I don't like about the trailer is the Mr. Mime. Is definitely stuff I've had nightmares about since. What's I've the seen release date? Oh well, but you see, that's the most realistic rendering of Mr. Mime, yeah. I think, which is what makes it so good. That's the thing that re- what's horrifying about Mr. Mime is like that's not a costume. It's like the hat on the pickle in Spongebob. Like, that's just what it looks like biologically. I liked how, yeah. how many people thought the blue stuff was hair even though it was never hair. No. It was always, always his, like, like, ears slash some part of his, like, body. Flesh. It was, yeah, always, it was always flesh. Some skin. people thought they were like, I guess they messed up when they rendered the hair. It's like, like, no. no. It's no. just that terrifying. Yep, they just picked the wrong texture and let the whole thing render. Um, what? When's that movie supposed to come out? I want to see. <laughs> Is it, like, May or June? Hold on. Great Detective Pikachu release date. Because I found out that um, I found out that the Jordan Peele movie, the new one, Us. Us, yeah, it comes out real soon. It's like fucking in like March, and I thought it was gonna be like another year, and I'm happy to hear that. I still haven't seen Get Out. May tenth, two thousand nineteen. I have Get Out on Blu-ray. Oh, you can watch it. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Oh, I guess you have a PS4. Have That's a Blu-ray player. Yes. Um. <laughs> all right. So. So yeah. Pokemon. This, so it's the Pokemon was based on. Tajiri's love of insect collecting and he and he kind of came up with it that way um and yeah the the bug catcher thing is is speculative that's not part of the fact I have no fucking idea if that's I mean but it makes sense to me because it, it is makes the, sense to me it is the same kind there's of there's no other reason to justify why there are bug catchers it's the same but it's the same kind of impulse as you as like bug collection collectors have like of getting the full set, you know? Yeah. Getting the full set, maybe being a serial killer. Uh, I vote true. I believe this one. Uh, I think this is definitely true. It sounds like him. Like, Satoshi... I'm sorry, are you very, are you very familiar with it? Because I don't know anybody that's like, oh, I've actively followed his, like... Oh, I've just read interviews he's done with other stuff. Yeah. It just sounds like something he would do. He has, like, this very, like... His whole life has been, like, him living a childlike wonder, but, like, all of his life. Yeah, I looked him up, and he has not worked on a game that is not Pokemon in, yeah. like, 20 years. He just, like, hit the jackpot and ran with it. That's the way to do it. That was basically what, uh, Metal Gear guy did until they... Hideo Kojima? Yeah, until they were stupid, and I hate Konami. They can go die. Okay, he got five of those games did, though. That's pretty so, good. So, do we know what Death Stranding is gonna be yet? Does, does he I know? we really... <laughs> That's a better question. <laughs> it's just, like... You could fucking... It's like Norman Reedus and Leia Seydoux. And probably some of the same kind of weird, weird stuff that he always did in... Babies, babies fuel light. Babies are electricity, I yeah. guess. With the way that they're teasing Death Stranding, you could literally... Psychomantis. Cut... You could cut any... Any video of, like, any 3D game with, like, the same approximate art style and then cut in the Death Stranding outro yes. at the end and people would be like, that's real. It, it would literally matter zero what happened in the video. Like, you could cut... So, like, you could cut in, like, a David Cage game or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it literally wouldn't <laughs> fucking matter because nobody has... Like, it'll just be, like, the, like 
every teaser I've seen for Detroit, Death Stranding become Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, we'll just be like like a video of like a fetus and then like somebody getting hurt and then like the Death Stranding twenty twenty <laughs> or whatever. Like, when is it supposed to come out? I don't, I don't know. I have no fucking clue, dude. I want one. I want a trailer that's like a baby becoming fuel. And then you just see like a dual disc open up, and there's Jesus. like Death Stranding. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> That's Christ. what I want. Honestly, there are Yu Gi Oh games, and some of them are alright. So hey, June thirtieth apparently. Oh, oh there's like a so, date now. Supposedly June thirtieth. Interesting. Of this year. Oh, it has no set release date. I don't know. No one really knows yet. Well, the next thing that happened in my life is Kingdom Hearts. That's gonna happen, and I'm just gonna stay at my house. The for third one. I'm just gonna stay at my house for days. Oh, by the way, you guys were firmly guessing true. It's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, you you did get it, and I found this out. Um, This is accidentally sort of a um, like how before you got married, we were like, it's an important life event. Let's do wedding facts. This is sort of a me graduating college fact because my last essay I wrote in college was literally about Pokemon. Nice. Which is which is the luckiest shit that could ever fucking happen because for for those not in the know, I went to school for engineering. Like it was just that I had one liberal arts requirement left and i took a, a science fiction class and it was actually cool turns out yeah because the sci-fi program at, at the like, lmc is really yeah. cool no, uh, in, in, in the uh, ivan allen college literature media and communication yeah so it's, which is what i got my degree in lmc so. yeah we fucking watched part of uh of uh was one of the evangelion movies what the i had never seen any of those before what the fuck is like the deal holy crap they're it's, it's very just, weird. It's Evangelion, dude. That's yeah. just what it is. I, the honestly, the angels in that movie are it's like, like the exact kind of weird visual design. It's half Gundam, movie, half a guy making an anime dealing with the fact that he has severe depression. Yeah. When did those come out? Uh, I couldn't place it. Late late nineties, yeah. right? Really? Late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Man, whenever stuff came out in like the late nine, like the end of the nineties, it's always really weird. Because yeah, it's like it's aired first episode in '95, and it was done wow, by '96. Earlier than I thought. See, whenever stuff came out in like '96 to like '99, I'm just like, it feels like it's like, oh, I was alive for this, but I didn't know that it happened. And it sort of feels like the same sensation as like, I don't know, like if, if like finding out something you did if you were like blackout drunk or something. We're just like, I existed, and this happened around me, and I don't yeah. know about it. it. Makes me uncomfortable. Evangelion's one of those things. I love Evangelion, but it is one of those things that after you watch it, just like sucks. Like you just feel really bad. But yeah. I really like stuff like that personally. What do you mean? Where like it's in like a good way almost. Where like it's it's depressing and it sticks with you. It's not like even cathartic. this depressing. It's just like you're just like, man, that was heavy. Oh, so like so that. like the best film of 2018, Roma. Oh, I thought. Okay, I thought you were going to do your Logan Lucky joke again. No, no, no. Logan well, Lucky makes me feel very We good. just did three different... John said his favorite movie of 2018, and me and Chris both well, guessed I, different I, I thought he answers. said 2017, which is Logan Lucky. The favorite movie of 2017 is Logan Lucky. The best movie of 2017. Mm. Was that, that, was, that was the movie that we, right, you we had started on. Let's hold on it, to yeah. this, and after we do these fast facts, let's do our best movies. Let's do our best media of 2018. That'd be actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. All right, our so best stuff. Let's do these fast facts. Let's do it. Okay. You first, actually. Oh, me first? Okay. Yeah, you first. Um, I got a whole list of things here. Uh, the master of Cambridge University, Selwyn, um, had a basset hound at one point. I don't know wh- the, which one this was, but... This is a very Harry Potter start. Kind of, yeah. He had a basset hound, but there were no dogs allowed on campus, so he 
managed to convince the board that it was actually just a very large cat. And that's why he was allowed to keep his best what animal on year? campus. What what year was this? I don't have a year in front of me. All right, this lightning round. Sound uh, like some some. This does does sound like some. English, but he took it to a board and convinced them it was a cat. Does a sound like some cat. English bullshit. So yes, seconding exactly that sentiment. Okay, I'm just letting you know it wasn't just like he he's like oh I just have a cat. He like presented the best yeah. hound to them and said no, this is my very large cat. No, they're British people. I still believe it. Okay. You believe it? Yeah, yeah it. good, because it's actually true. <laughs> well, those people are fucking idiots. I've never seen a cat before. God. He said, this is my very large cat. Maybe maybe they were, like, evaluating the concept. Also, like, his name was Yo-Yo. Incredible. Man, Basset Hounds must be the droopiest living animal. Basset Hounds name themselves. What do you mean? Like, Yo-Yo, droopy, pendulum. I don't know. <laughs> Waggles. Like, it doesn't... It's just, What's like, the... anything that has to do with your floppy. Yeah. <laughs> Sagan boy, you know. Well, that was Sagan boy. Um, all right, mine is that uh, uh, croissants are not a French pastry; they're a French Canadian pastry that was then, like, it went got back to France and then the French like embraced it. See, I know that this is false because croissants are from Vienna, as Bethany has told me many really? times. I didn't know that that was not actually. <laughs> I made that up. I was gonna say false anyway, so John didn't ruin it for me. But I'm pretty sure that is utter horseshit. <laughs> what? That no, what he just said. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I fucking made that up completely, but what I didn't know is that it's technically correct that they're not French. <laughs> yeah, no. I did they, not know that. Their origin is in Vienna, oh. which is... So, like, you were so close to the truth. Man, we had so... We had so many good things from Vienna. The yeah. sausages. No. Fing- the fingers? <laughs> That's all I had. No, um, no. Um, I mean, we got a lot of good stuff from Austria in general, though. I can't World name a single one besides Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Oh, yeah. shit. World right. War II. The Von Trapps. World War II World War came II. from Germany. Okay, but it was kind of an Austrian guy's fault. Yeah, it was an Austrian guy's fault. It was his fault, fault he died. He wasn't there. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Last um, one. Okay, last one. Olive oil is not shelf-stable and will go rancid if you don't use it fast enough. Over what time period? Typically over a matter of months to years. You see, they think of it as shelf-stable, but it will go bad and go rancid. I think this is true because people always say honey's the only food that doesn't spoil. I actually agree. I think that's also true. Yeah. Yeah. True. I just want to say this is the first episode we ever had where everybody just got a queen sleep. Queen's clean? Clean sleep. Can I ask you if that time period that you gave me over which it goes bad was made up or not? Because I didn't know that, and I feel like maybe maybe I've made some mistakes in my life now. I think it was, I mean, that was my guess. How long does it take olive oil to go rancid? Probably a long fucking time. 18 to 24 months. I, like, but I like, usually go through one every, like, month. I go through one, I, I usually get the big bottles, but I go through one every, The like, thing is, like, months. if you had said 10 years, I would have completely believed you. Yeah, I go through one big one a month. Yeah. Actually. Well, I mean, so I, I watched, um, I mean, let's get the best media consumed in 2018. Right, hmm. Okay, I, consumed, not created. In other words... Or, well, I guess created, too. Okay, so like okay. Favorite, favorite things that came out. Well, yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. I mean, best games were, for me, Red Dead and God of War. I love them both very much. I haven't finished Red Dead, so it's hard for me to make a full, like, decision on it. For me... Wait, I gotta check when something came out. For me, it's God of War, and... Just for the pure uh, nostalgia point of it, the... The Spyro remake that came out was like the best thing. It was amazing. It felt really good. I didn't have a. It felt so good to play. Yeah. So my thing here is that I don't 
I only own a PC, I don't own any consoles, so all console exclusives have been lost on me. Um, so I don't have much that's that... Because I don't know, like, for example, like, I've been playing Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight's great. I don't think that came out in 2018. Probably close. Probably 2016. No, that's why I think it's fair to say, like, yeah, consumed. That's, that's why I always say I have been really impressed by the, the whole vibe of Hollow Knight. It's very pleasant and cute, but it's, like, really fucking hard. Oh, yeah, I hate that game. Which is sick. Uh, I love the bug people. They're all so cute, and they talk in their little language that's, like, made up. Um, also, Magic the Gathering Arena is a great way to uh, play Magic without having to interact with people who play Magic. And it's a... <laughs> It's been a long time coming, and it's really solid. And they like seriously, they needed like a fucking competitor to Hearthstone so bad because Hearthstone isn't that good, but it's really popular. So, so shouts out to them. See, the only people I know who play Magic are like really cool people, which is a lot of lucky. really cool people yeah. do play Magic. But the, the, the community as a whole, I've heard, is pretty toxic. It's it's yeah. as toxic as anything else, but the difference is like you have to be in a physical location to do it. So it's like like if somebody's stinky or whatever, like they're stinky in front of you. Hmm. Okay. You do movies or music? Movies. Spider Verse. Right. I don't care about any other movie that came out this year. That. You're going to see the favorite. You see, I I, I think my prop the problem is I'm my response might be radically altered tonight. Best thing I best movie I saw this year was probably. Um, was probably Roma, like by uh, Alfonso Cuarón. Just I need to see it since I do like eat to my mouth on It's very good. It's like that, but like better and deeper in a way. Oh, okay. It's like uh, in that it plays with the same kind of themes of like growing up in a politically like okay shaky time, but it's it kind of takes a lot of the stuff that was like on the edges of Eat to Mama Tambien and brings it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really really examines class differences a lot. Um, Gabe, I heard you actually watched movies this year. Yeah. Well, technically, the first time that I ever watched three movies in the same week occurred in 2019, because that was this week. <laughs> but um, a movie that I cannot remember if I saw in 2017 or 2018, because I watched it around New Year's, but um, was Get Out is probably my new favorite movie, legitimately. Um, and I also don't know if it came out in 2017 or 2018. No, wait, if I don't fucking know which year it's of course. Yeah. Um, I don't... Man, did any of the... Did any of the movies I watched this week actually come out in 2018? Bird uh, Box. Annihilation. Annihilation. So Bird Box. Yeah. Okay. So Bird Box did, but that's definitely not the best movie of 2018. Yeah. Um, Annihilation, I would not say is the best movie of 2018. I thought it was very cool, um, but I don't think like we already talked about it earlier. But I, 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 I don't think it had a very satisfying ending. It was mm-hmm. too too ambiguous up its own ass in that way. But really fucking cool. Um, did It Follows come out in 2018? Because no, that is the no, third. No, It Follows has been out for years. Yeah. It hasn't been out for very many years. I also think I wanted to give a mention that I really liked Quiet Place also. Really? Oh, Quiet Place was also really good. I also liked Spider-Verse. Solo was the best Star Wars movie that came out this year. Exactly. I liked it a lot. Spider-Verse was really super good. Spider-Verse is incredible. It's definitely... I cried like four times. It's definitely in my top five. I've seen like bits just like to look at the animation style because people were really excited about it. Uh-huh. Good call uh, on that comic book shit. Yeah, that they no, did. it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, let's see, music. I'll, I put my top five on Twitter, but I'll do it again. My top five 2018 albums in no specific order was the new Coheed album, Unheavenly Creatures, Sweetener by Ariana Grande. Yes, 
a brief inquiry into online relationships by the 1975. I don't know if that was the right choice, but it's that's my choice. It's I, I did hear a track off that that did sound like absolute garbage, I will say. I don't know which one you're talking about. But There's a lot of auto-tune I wasn't loving it. Uh, it's kind of the deal. But it was messy. Uh, well, we can some of it. I, some of it I like It's so good. Um, uh, both parts of the BT Bam record that came out this year, mm-hmm. I've kind of combined them into one. And then uh, my like most niche find slash favorite thing this year that I don't expect anyone to know except maybe... A few people listen to this is uh this album called the outer ones by a band called revocation which is exactly the kind of genre you would expect i've heard some of their music before but not that album because when i listened to it it, this was like 2013 it's like the best tech deck out tech death album i've ever listened to let's see best albums that i listened to this year were probably um well i mean the big one which is getting number ones everywhere it's janelle monet's new albums uh dirty computer so so good. I've loved her for a long time. She's and good. It was really good. Um, what really surprised uh, an album that surprised me that I got off of like because like what I do is I always take the top fifty from NPR in like December because I'm mm-hmm. usually like in a music slump and like what I listen to in December is stuff from the top fifty yeah. and then the uh, and then Sufjan Stevens Christmas music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's no, that's, that's valid. That's, yeah, that's yeah, my that's my I mean, December I get every it. year. I get it. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um, other than that, Punch Brothers had a new album this year that was very good. Um, it had a really good song about like Trump, basically, <laughs> called Jumbo. Just very good, but also still had fucking hell. Yeah, Jumbo Chungus. Yeah, big. Well, I mean, the, it goes like, "Here comes Jumbo with his phone in his hand." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's very, very good. Um, but it's it it had like a lot of the um, very like loving arrangements that Punch Brothers has always done, but it also still had. Like room for fun, and I saw. I mean, it's not a coincidence that I saw Punch Brothers for the fourth time this year, and this was actually the Friday before their album came out, so they just played the album all the way through on stage, which is always a classy move, in my opinion. Um, surprise that I had from NPR was Rosalia's El Mal Carrer. Uh, she's a she's a she's a Spanish singer, and she does like flamenco style stuff, but it's also okay. like very pop infused, and that was a very good surprise for me. Um, yeah, so definitely worth listening to. And then I lose. And then um, Courtney Barnett and Lucy Dawkins both released albums this year that just floored yes. me. That were so good. So I am currently. Oh, trying and, and, to... and Metric. Metric released the art. Oh, album, I just a good like album. So, I didn't have a chance to listen to that. So I have it on vinyl. That's good. I'm trying to. What I'm trying to do is because every time I'm put on the spot to actually tell anybody anything, I forget it. I'm gonna <laughs> auto generate my top nine albums of the year from Last FM and see if any of these actually came out in 2018. Um, did did always foreign by the world is a beautiful place come out in twenty eighteen? That was a breakout album for that band for me. They're a big, kind of a big deal in the like mm-hmm. modern emo revival scene that seems so popular nowadays. And I wasn't sold on a lot of their old music. I no, felt that came out in twenty seventeen. That ain't it, G. Damn it. Well, yeah. and close enough. But like it defined twenty eighteen. No, yeah, that's, and that's it fair. didn't. I just listened to it a lot according okay. to Spotify, and I thought it was good. I'd say the oh. defining albums of 2018 for me that I'm not sure if came out in 2018 were Shame by Pedal, which is really good and an artist a lot of people don't know about, um, but she 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 has a good like vibe going. I like a lot of her music. It's very like personal. It's definitely somber, but like so is like fucking 70% of art, so what do you want? Um, <laughs> let's see. Um... I'm scrolling my phone. Man, I feel like now 
I'm just gonna forget every song I've ever oh, listened to. I did forget. I did forget to mention one album that I meant to do mention. Do it. Oxnard by Anderson Pack. Okay. okay, it's funny. I was just thinking about that. Uh huh. I don't know if I would say it's like a top album of the year for me. I liked it. Oh, it absolutely but was for me. I felt like Bubbling, the single that he put out. Before the, that, that was album, that may have been the song of the year for me. Bubbling, like just standalone. Such, that song is better than every song on the album, and it's not on the album. <laughs> But it's why Anderson Pack. Oh, it's still so good. It's though. very good. Um, I found out that there's a version of it with like a Buster Rhymes verse, and I I said this on Twitter, so you guys probably already like have heard this opinion. But when I hear Buster Rhymes like rapping, I'm like, dude, like I'm actually worried about you. You're gonna get hurt. Like, <laughs> he he's gonna get hurt, and you know he he's like 50 almost dude. is the thing. I always assumed that he was like a young guy. It doesn't just make it that much harder to rap fast at 50. Okay, so is, is there a piece of art or media that you guys consumed this year that we haven't like covered that you like really want to mention? Because I do have one. Well, then go ahead. Sharp Objects, miniseries on HBO. Uh, adapt, it's adapted from a uh, Gillian Flynn, Gillian, I don't know how you pronounce it, um, novel, which she's the same one who, woman who wrote Gone Girl. Okay. Um, so good it's so solid it's like soundtracks like entirely by Led Zeppelin which is like a plot point but it's the best performance I've ever seen Amy Adams give and she has always given good performances like it's it that that was probably the best piece of media I consumed this year in general like sure like Roma was the best thing I saw in in, best movie I saw in 2018 but this is the best thing I saw really? in 2018. Yeah, absolutely. The name sounds familiar, and I remember hearing it in a very positive context. Yeah. Fuck, it may have been from you, but... I Probably don't. from me, because I haven't shut up about it. <laughs> well, if it's good, then hey, maybe I'll watch Sharp Objects. What is it, What is the general... What is, how would you like genre this? Both for me and for anybody who's curious about it otherwise. Crime. Alright, yeah. I mean, it's... Good answer. Basically, Amy Adams is a reporter who goes back to her hometown and like visits who has like a toxic relationship with her mother but there's been a there have been a couple of girls uh teenage girls who have been murdered in her hometown and she goes home to investigate it okay and it's her hometown is in like rural rural uh missouri but it's actually all filmed in mcdonough which is south of atlanta so i think for me as ironic as it is to talk about this while doing a podcast i got more into other podcasts like outside of the normal realm i had been into Okay. So I listened to a lot more other things than mm-hmm. I used to. Because, like, I got into it from, like... The Adventure Zone, right? Well, yeah, Adventure Zone. But I was going to say, like, the Maximum Fun Realm yeah. of podcasts is how I got into it. So I started mm-hmm. listening to a lot of stuff that has nothing to do with that kind of stuff. So that was good. So I started doing, like, stuff you should know. So a lot of stuff on the How, like, how Stuff Works ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started recently listening to a lot of Lost Last Pat podcast on the left. Is that one of the murder ones? Yeah, but I like that one more than the other ones because it's actually, like, entertaining. Some of the ones are too serious about it and it's not as fun to listen to like they're very like they're i mean they're pretty crude humor but they're like entertaining people and they actually like do good research so it's like entertaining on both sides uh i think the podcast i enjoyed the most binging everything in it was criminal which is i can't remember what the name uh i think it's a radiotopia one but i like that one because it's um this reporter lady uh her name escapes me now she does it but they don't do, like, what you expect from a true crime thing. It's not just, like, always, like, murders and stuff. They do a lot of, like, weird crime-adjacent things that are just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know, like, weird lawyers that were, like, never lost cases because they were just, like, crazy people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that one because that one's insanely well-researched and she travels all around the country doing the interviews for it. Okay. But, 
yeah, that's that was like what I really got into this year, like listening to stuff that wasn't just my normal wheelhouse. Hmm. I I was thinking of something to say, and I think I have a fun answer, which is that I uh, I got into a couple of like of YouTube channels that I would classify as. Sorry, you made a hand motion. Did something happen? That, that was that was me making a noise. Oh. I'm feeling bad about it. Um, <laughs> well, why? Because it's getting picked up. Why are you still oh, doing I it? Thought you were making, I thought you meant in re, like, response to what I said. Oh, no, 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 no. about it. No, okay. So I don't know how I would classify this, this style of YouTube channel, because it's not like political channels. It's like people who make videos on topics. And specifically the channel that I want to shout out is... I say shout out as though it's not someone, you know, much pop, more popular than anything I've ever done, but is ContraPoints, who oh, is... Yeah, yeah. Uh, you may have seen, but does a lot of good videos on kind of like... T- like explanations of topics that I think are like super clear and make things that are like often very controversial to people like very laid bare um, and so like I think they're really her videos in particular are very good for like if you need a way to present certain topics to people that might not be that like might have an opinion that you're like this is kind of a shitty opinion and I think they're a better person than this but I don't know how to explain it um maybe not send them the videos directly because a lot of her stuff is like very very crass at times and like you know she like pours milk on herself and stuff but um like i i think a lot of those channels are worth watching i wanted to do i wanted to bring up some sort of like visual art but i couldn't think of anything that really like it's not like my wheelhouse really but just because it was something none of us said if any of y'all have anything, obviously you can, but I was like, shit, we should get, like, a painting in there. And I'm just not knowledgeable enough about that shit. I got mm-hmm. nothing. Same. Well, um, I think that's about it. Um, this was probably going to be our longest episode because we did the best dumb stuff at the end, but, you know, we had fun with it. Yeah, we had fun with it, and now we have to go because not only does John have to see a movie, but his dog is, like, destroying this towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, She's no. eating it. She's, like, going to swallow. Oh, oh no. Athena, not good for you. Well, it's anyways, good for you. cold clothes there. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Them's the Facts. Remember um, the Pocket Podcast Network. Oh, right, we got to do that. Um, the simultaneous catch. Yes, it's about football. Um, and yeah, it's playoffs happening right now, oh, yeah. so probably gonna be good content. Prime time there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, uh, I'll I'll share another one. Uh, no dice. That's a D and D podcast. It's on hiatus right now, but that makes the that perfect makes the time. Perfect to catch time up. to catch up because it's sequential. All right. The word is hiatus. Okay. Is it? Are you sure? Yeah, about it that? is. It is. Okay. And I know you have like an English degree, but, but you're wrong on that one. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it should be hiatus. <laughs> and as always, the intro and outro of our show is Never Far by James Hunter USA. There's a link in the description. And uh, that's it. Thanks a bunch, guys. See you. See ya. Pocket Pocket.